Hello everyone, welcome to the Yukon Internal Medicine Ambulatory Podcast Series. In this podcast, we will talk about health literacy. We will discuss why this topic is so important in medicine, and particularly in primary care, its epidemiology, risk factors, health outcomes, and how to approach it. First, let's chat about the definition. According to the Institute of Medicine, health literacy is the degree to which individuals have the capacity to obtain, process, and understand basic health information and services. Health literacy means how much our patients understand their health, medical terms, their medical problems, the procedures that are needed, and much more. Health literacy goes beyond that understanding as well. Health literacy is important when we decide what type of diet we have, the physical activities we decide to do, such as exercising, yoga, and others, the substances we use, for example, cigarettes, and much more. However, someone can understand that something is harmful and still decide to do it or use it. In my opinion, health literacy is a really broad subject and can go from simple to complex topics to understand. Our level of education is important as well. Our ability to read, write, and gather information affects how we understand health literacy. It is also a dynamic topic. Each individual can have different interpretation of medical information that is not necessarily incorrect. Now, let's chat about its epidemiology. The prevalence of limited health literacy, which is categorized as basic or below basic understanding, ranges from 36% to 48% in the adult population in the United States. That is over 90 million people. This high prevalence explains why healthcare providers encounter patients who have difficulties understanding and processing health information. What are the risk factors for limited health literacy? Several individual characteristics that predict lower health literacy include lower educational attainment, older age, low income, English language proficiency, psychiatric disease, psychosocial stressors, illness, pain, poor vision, poor hearing, and some others. How do we classify the degrees of health literacy? There are four levels of health literacy, below basic, basic, intermediate, and proficient. Someone with a basic health literacy can read a pamphlet or a short text and interpret if something is beneficial or not and why. For example, someone reads that a patient with no symptoms of a disease should not be tested for it and can explain one or two reasons why. Someone with an intermediate health literacy should be able to interpret information in complex graphs, tables, and healthcare documents. Someone who has proficient health literacy can perform more complex tasks, such as determine the applicability of a legal document in a given health-related situation. They could also find information required to define a medical term by searching through a document. Only 12% of patients are considered proficient. Something important to say is that medicine is so complex that even proficient people can still have a difficult time understanding medical information. What are the consequences of limited health literacy? There are several consequences from limited health literacy, such as problems with the use of preventive services, delayed diagnoses, delayed treatments, lack of understanding of one's medical conditions, poor adherence to medical instructions, and lack of self-management skills. It clearly contributes to poor health outcomes, 
higher mortality, and higher healthcare costs. Healthcare and social disparities contribute to this problem as well. Less access to education and other services do not allow our patients to have an adequate health literacy. Language and cultural barriers play a role as well. Patients with limited health literacy have increased adverse health outcomes, ED visits, hospitalizations, psychiatric conditions, and so much more. Importantly, they also have a higher mortality. What can we do as healthcare providers to address this issue of limited health literacy? This is an issue that is frequently overlooked. There is no current evidence that demonstrates that screening for health literacy improves outcomes. The American Medical Association and other organizations recommend that providers and healthcare systems use universal health literacy precautions. Precautions help to simplify the communication and make the healthcare system easier to navigate. There are several validated screening tools. For example, we could use a single-item literacy screener that uses a simple question, such as, how often do you need to have someone help you read instructions, pamphlets, or other reading material from your doctor or pharmacy? However, it is important to mention that so far we have no clear evidence at this time to recommend screening and it should be used by clinicians in a case-by-case basis. Therefore, most of the important steps that we can take would be more directed towards patient education. How can we improve our patients' understanding of medical literature? First, plain language and simple explanations in all means of communication help patients understand health literature better. When using verbal communication, for example, a plain language with non-medical language when possible and the use of common words can help patients understand better what they are being told. The use of teach-back techniques helps providers make sure that patients understood well what they were told. Speaking slow with brief explanations and repetition can help as well. Using interpreter services for language barriers is a must. When explaining probabilities, for example, saying 1 in 20 people instead of 5% of people can be easier to understand. Using visual clues and tools can also make it easier for patients to get the main ideas that they are being told. Teaching our patients should occur at all levels of service when they are exposed to our healthcare system. Therefore, secretaries, nurses, nutritionists, case managers, social workers, providers, and everybody that is in contact with patients should try to teach and validate that they understand what is going on. We all know how complex our healthcare system is. Imagine how hard it is for patients to understand it. Teaching our patients and creating tools to help them understand our healthcare system and the medical information better will hopefully improve the service we provide to them and their ability to understand their health and make the best decisions to improve their well-being. Thank you for listening. I hope this information was helpful. Please follow us in Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. See you next week. Bye-bye.